Welcome to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. Every week, she's bringing inspiring guests to help you embrace motherhood the cool mom way. Emily knows firsthand being a mom is hard AF, but she's passionate that doesn't need to be the end of the story. Shift your perspective on what it means to be a mom while learning practical tips and mom hacks you can use right away. Stay you while nailing the mom game. That's what being a cool mom is all about. Class is now in session. Here's your host, Emily Kylo. Hello, gorgeous goddesses, and welcome back to the Cool Mom 101 podcast. I'm your host, Emily, and this is episode 105 featuring Kai's home birth story. So if you're in for a positive birth story, I know I was always looking for these when I was pregnant and looking to have an unmedicated home birth. Um, So I want to give that to you. And before we get into it, let's chat a little bit of updates because it's been, it's been a minute. Um, As you know, I had a baby a few months ago. I can't believe it. We're actually celebrating his three month anniversary today. Oh my goodness. Um, So when this releases tomorrow, that will be, we just celebrated it yesterday. So it's very timely. We'll do a whole episode on postpartum because it has been such a night and day experience for me this time with Kai versus Leo and there's some fundamental things that were different um, and I learned some things from the first go round but I want to of course share those with you because bad bitches don't gatekeep right so i'll be doing a whole episode on that so if you have any questions about postpartum send them my way baby girl so as i was saying new year new me did i say that already well anyways it's here i love a little new year's new energy i know not everyone does but it's funny i really love this time of year and i love september i think because i always really liked school so september always feels kind of like a new a newness for me and i like that it excites me so if you're someone who's excited and gets into that i am going to go somewhere chic this week to sit down and kind of do a bit of vision planning which is setting some goals and recalibrating kind of what my vision is for the year and for five years 10 years that's kind of what I usually like to work with and that's from my Lululemon days still it's still ingrained in me but it works well it works it works right so I'll be manifesting some super fucking exciting things this year I can't wait Uh, I'll probably share those with you once I'm all done and the other exciting update for this year if you haven't seen on my Instagram I'll tell you now I have started a book club called Book Baddies. It's for the bad bitches who know that reading is sexy. Because let's be honest, the more I read, the less I spend scrolling TikTok. I mean, I love a good scroll as much as the next girl. But I'm in my not numbing out era. And I find that when I'm reading, I'm a lot more present. And I feel like it's filling my brain with good useful things also giving my sometimes eyes a break from the screen all that good stuff and who doesn't want to learn bad bitches love love to learn so you haven't joined already please please get in on that we picked our first book we do it quite democratically in book baddies make sure we are just getting a wide kind of breadth of information from the book club and making sure everyone gets to try new things and also 
some things they might love already. So we're hitting all those points. Make sure you join us. You can sign up with the link below. It's completely free. And I would love, love, love to have you. Like I said, we picked our first book and you still have time to join us. We're not meeting until near to the end of February. Okay, so come on in. All baddies are welcome. So the other thing I was going to share with you about this year that I know for sure is that I'm really focusing on my physical and mental health and getting that top, top notch. Of course, we're going to talk about my birth, which was amazing. And having a baby and making a baby, it's amazing. It's beautiful. It has so many good changes to it that happen within your brain and body. And it's also takes a lot out of you and breastfeeding and all of that so i'm really getting back to my physical and mental health which has actually been good i just want to take it to the next level i'm like let's next level this shit right let's higher level self this bitch hey so as i mentioned love that new year energy i'll share my goals with you definitely going to be a lot of focus on that physical and mental health but there's going to be some business goals and kind of some family vibes in there too So let's get to it, shall we? My home birth story. Oh, I'm so excited to share. Okay, so Kai was born on October 2nd, 2022, which I just love the kind of alliteration and the repetition of the numbers. Loves it. Here for it. And how it all began, kind of funny, actually, when I think about it. Uh, Mario and I were watching... Uh, the Arsenal documentary. If you know anything about football, Arsenal is a big team in the Premier League in England. So we're watching this documentary. It's very, very good. I can't remember what it's called right now. It's escaping me, but it's a really good series that is on Amazon Prime and it shows you a lot of behind the scenes. Anyway, we were watching that and I kind of felt like something was happening, but I think I was a little bit in denial, which is kind of funny. I kind of felt something that was similar to contractions happening, but I wasn't 100%. So we keep watching. And I kind of said tomorrow, like, I think something's going on. And this was about, I want to say, 8.30 p.m. Because we kind of just put Leo to bed and we're taking our time to watch our show. Haven't done that in a while. I'm sure we will again, though. Don't worry. Um, so anyways, we're watching the show. And I start feeling things happening and I kind of say it to Mario and we're like, oh gosh, like, should we be timing? Because for midwives here in Brazil, they need to be present at a specific kind of interval. So, and I'll get a little more into that as well. So we weren't really sure. And then I was like, yeah, we better just in case kind of. And like with Leo's labor, they started to pick up pretty quick. But before I understood that I was in active labor I stayed in denial a little bit longer I even was giving Mario a hand massage so that's like I I think I was just trying to pretend it wasn't happening even though I was excited for it it's like this nervous excitement oh it's so good if anyone is going into labor soon I'm jealous of you it's just the best so that's how it kind of started at 8 30 and the contractions again like with leo they picked up pretty pretty quickly so by the time it was around 10 30 they were pretty close together so we knew we had to call our midwives and have them come oh my goodness i forgot to mention in the beginning the most exciting part about the whole birth was that i literally manifested the day 
and how it would go and the length of it. I'm not even fucking with you. It was like so damn close to what I was manifesting. It's insane. Anyways, more on that as we continue. So, like I said, contractions picked up really quickly. Um, The midwives got there at 1030. So I'd been in labor for about a couple hours. Um, And they could tell that I was like kind of a little far along. And here they have to monitor the heartbeat of the baby, which apparently is the same as in Canada. I just didn't have midwives there until I was pushing. So I didn't go through that part. Um, so they check the heartbeat at, I think it it's something like 15 or 30 minute intervals. And it was really interesting because this interval thing where they kept checking kind of got into my head a little bit. I pushed it out. I was able to overcome it mentally, but it kind of got in my head. I was like, oh shit, now it's been another 20 minutes or 15 minutes, sorry. And I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm progressing that fast. Oh no. So I had to really work against that and I didn't love that. I did it, but I would have preferred they didn't have to do that. Like I said, apparently that's like standard. Um, so yeah, picked up quickly. He was, everything was doing great. And then it's funny. I started to, again, your brain is just doing its thing. I started to compare to last time with Leo. I started to think, Oh, I don't think I'm as far in the same amount of time. And so the fears come up. It's normal. The other fears I was that were coming up for me around this time were, is this going to, is it going to feel like this forever? Like I was like, oh gosh, I really hope not because I don't know if I can handle it. Like those are the things that come up. It's normal, but you can. And I just had to kind of keep pushing that out of my brain. And I kind of had mantras if you will one that was really kind of the same as with leo because i think it helped me a lot was the more pressure i'm feeling the closer i am to meeting my baby which essentially means that as it gets more challenging that means it's sooner to being done (laughs) so the work is not for naught it there's a point to all this work you're putting in and it's that you get to meet your baby so that really helped me and that comparison was interesting though and so of course if this is your first labor you wouldn't have that but because it was my second I think it's natural that I started to kind of compare I also will say I felt a lot more present this time I just was so in it and really kind of knew more what was happening whereas with Leo's labor I feel like I was more kind of pulled into it it kind of reminds me of being like pulled into the ocean. I just kind of swept away and it was beautiful and amazing too. And this was just different. I was very, very present. And the other mantra I kept telling myself was you can do this. You're a warrior. And I really don't know where that came from, but it's fucking true as fuck. So definitely feel free to use that. And actually now that I'm reading it again, I think I should use that in my everyday life because you really, really can. So things were heating up. I felt, like I said, I was pushing, my brain was pushing kind of against itself, which I thought the baby was going to be there soon. But I also had a little fear of like, oh gosh, is this going to carry on for 10 more hours like this? Because I don't know if I can do this. So that was interesting kind of internal dialogue that was happening. And they kept checking the heart rate at those intervals. Everything was just ticking along. And then finally, I shouldn't say finally, um, around, I guess it was just after 12, 12, 15, 
I really felt the urge to push. So I decided to get into a little bit of a different position because I had actually been laying down in almost like fetal position the whole time. It's so interesting because when they say your body knows how to labor, it's really, I think, true because you'll hear of some women who they feel the best walking around. For me, when I stood up, I wanted to DIE. I was like, I, I, I just cannot. I cannot stand right now. So like when I had to go to the washroom, it was like, that was the worst part for me. I was like, oh gosh. But I had it in my brain that I wanted to get up a little for the pushing part. So gravity could just kind of work its magic a little bit. So I got up and I was kind of leaned against my bed, like standing, but then like my upper body bent over the bed because again, standing up straight was just not it for me. And then what they had me do was put one they kind of guided me a bit on this to put one leg up just so it was a little easier. And as I'm starting to push, the water breaks. So it was just like, psh. <laughs> I was like, oh, here we go. And that's when there's a little more pressure sometimes because the water is breaking and the head is like really coming out there that way. Um, and so a lot more pressure and I just start pushing and I felt like I really had to like work at the pushing this time, which was interesting because this time I had gravity working with me, but I really had to like go for it. And apparently his head was slightly like, like bent a little bit. So that's probably why. Um, and then, yeah, it was the amazing feeling of like his head coming out. And that's when you really know you're like, Oh, that's really it because the shoulders just kind of slip on out. And then he was here and it was just the most magical. I got to hold him right away and get to lay with him. And I remember the one of my first thoughts when I saw him was I said to Mario, he's so cute. Look at all his hair because he had so much hair. Okay, if you listen really closely, you might have heard my baby crying in the background. Don't worry. He's with his nanny, but that's just some real life mom shit. I was like, oh gosh, I got to stop for a minute. I went and checked on him. I think he's teething, which seems wild because he's only three months old. But poor little Bubba. But he's he's okay. Anyways, we're back. We're back, baby. So as I mentioned, it was the best. And when your baby's born, it is like the highest high you're ever going to have because your oxytocin is through the fucking roof when you have a physiological birth, that is. Um, it is through the freaking roof. And if you ever listen to any of... Dr. Sarah Buckley's work. She talks so much about that and all the amazing hormonal things that are happening when you have a physiological birth and she studies oxytocin. So it's very, very interesting. So like I said, that's kind of the probably like the best you're ever going to feel in your life. And I don't mean that as like, a, oh, womp womp. It's just it's incredible. And we fell in love right away. Uh, and he's the cutest ever. And he, like I said, when you have home birth, you could just lay in your bed after, um, which was amazing. So they just kind of let you be. And I was very specific about that, too. I didn't want anyone really bothering me. So what happens next is the placenta needs to be birthed. So with Leo, that happens super quick with Kai. It was a little slower and I actually ended up getting up on my knees just again to have a little bit of gravity. I was holding him up on my knees and then it just kind of came out and they actually did check for me to see what was happening. So she kind of just really, really gently like I essentially pulled just a tiny bit 
and she could tell it was detached so it was very easy from there she just let me know and placenta came out no problem and I felt really really good after and I'll go way more into this in the postpartum episode but right after you kind of riding that high for a while from all those amazing hormones and I was lucky he latched right away and started breastfeeding which that happened with Leo as well and that's really beautiful and kind of a relief I think if you are wanting to breastfeed which probably if you're listening to this and you want to have a home birth or you're curious about it then you probably want to try and it's really important to try to get that in as soon as possible and they call it the golden hour right after you give birth and I definitely experienced those vibes it's just so magical and you're so proud of your you and your baby for having that kind of connection and that teamwork to be able to do this. And I should mention, too, he was born just after midnight. So the whole labor was about four hours. And I kid you not, this is where we're going to bring the manifestation back in. When I was doing my work on what I wanted my birth to look like, I thought about it being four hours long and it was almost like exactly that long which is wild to me like I know manifestation works and I know your subconscious picks up on these things but it just was a little insane to me that that actually came to fruition and also the date this was funny because it was like the Saturday after my sister-in-law was coming she was coming on Friday and bringing me some things that I really wanted from Canada to have postpartum which was my sits tea from so luxury my baby beluga wrap I had ordered these through a local store um, if you're local to Langley or the lower mainland it's called the local space so these were just some favorites that I couldn't find here anything like it and so I had my lovely sister-in-law who was coming to Brazil bring them for me so she was coming on the Friday and I wanted her to be there before I went into labor A so she could hopefully meet the baby before she went back to Canada and B because I wanted those things so I really thought it was going to be on Saturday and Saturday is when I went into labor technically he was born on the Sunday but isn't that actually wild and here's the other crazy thing so Leo was born exactly 12 days early and so was Kai (laughs) like you can't make this shit up (laughs) so freaking cool so I really did manifest my dream home birth and the other thing I really wanted was actually two other things I wanted a connection with Mario because for me the first time I did really do it almost all alone like I didn't even wake him up until I was close, like closer to the end, I would say. So this time he really experienced it with me. And I would say I leaned on him a lot more. And, you know, there were times where he was actually like holding my hands. I remember this one funny time I when it was getting really challenging. So I was really near the end. I said to him in between a contraction, I said, can you tell me something nice? And he said, he says, yeah, we have a name picked out this time. Isn't that good? And it was like a funny inside, obviously, joke because with Leo, it took us like two and a half weeks to name him. 
and trying to name a kid postpartum when you're exhausted was just like not it for me so this time i was like we are not doing that again so we already had kai james picked out and that made me like giggle so just so you know it, it labor is so beautiful and intense but in between the contractions a lot of the time you have time to rest you could chat you can make jokes if it was like similar to my kind of labor so anyway that was like one funny thing that happened that i really remember so that's kind of the full story um oh the other thing like i was gonna say that i manifested with this labor connection to mario and the last thing was almost forgot this i was manifesting no tearing and that's exactly what happened so i didn't have any tearing they had like it was like less than a one degree tear so there's no need to do anything with stitching and whatever and like i said i'll explain this more in the postpartum but i healed so fast like shockingly the way i felt a week after giving birth i didn't even think was possible and i was just so so happy in my post my like early postpartum period and i just want everyone to experience that because i didn't even know that was possible but i had really a blissful postpartum and that's another thing i was really working on manifesting for this birth and bringing this new baby into the world another couple little things i just i wrote down right after because i wanted to remember um i swore a lot (laughs) like i remember swearing a lot i was like fuck fuck motherfucker when I was having really intense contractions and that is so on brand for me because I just love a good swear word here and there and I think it just helped me get that energy out um so I found that really funny even during it I was like did I swear this much I think I asked Mario at one point I was like did I swear this much what because I was just really going for it sometimes <laughs> when it got intense but you gotta you do what you you gotta do you don't even think about it you just fucking do it but then after it was happening I would kind of reflect and find it funny so I kind of mentioned this already but I kept comparing myself to last time so that was something I had to work against and kind of get out of my brain and just come back to the moment and as I met I kind of mentioned this too but there was definitely that fear and the fear is normal even even someone who like me had already had a really beautiful home birth i didn't have fear around something going wrong i would say i had fear around can i do this again can it be as good as last time again will this go on like i said forever and ever because that i don't think i can do so it's interesting you really do have to have such a strong mindset So lastly, what I want to get into for this episode is to tell you what I think really helped me have this amazing experience. And it really was. It was honestly transformational. And there was one point where I'm glad I'm remembering this to mention. There was one point where I felt like what I feel like during breath work, where my face like started to tingle on my lips and stuff. Because I was really in the zone and really in the moment and just feeling these type of vibes. I can't even really put words to it, but it was fucking amazing. And there there were some things that I think helped me get to there. And the main things are, one, having the support systems you want. So for me, that was here in Brazil, midwives, same as what it was in Canada. I had a doula, Ariel 
in Vancouver who's amazing. So she helped me all the way across the world, basically, not during the labor, but all the way leading up to it and postpartum. And having that mindset work, like we talked about, so... I really did do a lot of meditation and kind of manifestation work, writing out how I wanted the labor to go, meditating on what I wanted to feel during and after and all those things. So I think those were super, super important to have the outcome that I had. Also for me, education is a big part of it. And I'll tell you what I mean. So I looked into all the things that happened physiologically with birth, I kind of refreshed myself and I actually learned a lot more, which is where Sarah Buckley, Dr. Sarah Buckley's work comes in around oxytocin and bonding and all of these things. I wanted to have that kind of in the back of my mind and I find it really interesting. You don't need that. Just for me, I know myself and I, I like, it's kind of like positive reinforcement, if that makes sense. So I love knowing a lot about those things. It helps me. It really does. It really, really helps me. So working on those meditations and manifesting it the way I wanted to. So really putting in that effort to focus on what I wanted was huge. Then educating myself on, again, the things that I wanted to happen and what, you know, what's going on hormonally and physiologically. Super interesting for me. And having that support system. I think those were the main things that really helped me to manifest this absolute fucking dream of a labor oh it was so so fucking good and i've said this to people actually how this has come up i have had a lot of people tell me that i look amazing lately and i'm not saying this as like a brag i'm saying this within the context of uh people were saying this to me when i was like three weeks postpartum two months postpartum with leo i was so far from glowing because I had postpartum anxiety and depression and so I really did want to have a different experience and so to have people tell me that I'm glowing I just I was kind of shocked but I felt so fucking good and I think a beautiful labor can play into that and I also think for me having this beautiful experience really healed all those parts of me that struggled with Leo it that is my dream home birth story of my beautiful kai james and how i really manifested it and it was beautiful and i share this not to have you compare or have you be more fearful of what could or couldn't happen for you but just to share a positive story so if you are someone who wants to have a home birth or a free birth or just a physiological birth at the hospital that you have someone to kind of turn to and something that you can consume that's positive because I heard so much negative shit in my first pregnancy especially in this one I I had very strong boundaries around that and I just basically said don't want to hear that but thanks Uh, obviously in a better way so I hope this gave you just a little peek into how my home birth went and how home birth can be in general and how beautiful it's been for me and some tips and tricks you can use in your own 
birth and as usual please share this with anyone who you think would be interested and if you have any more questions you can find me on instagram at cool.mum.101 thank you for being here i love you so much and if you haven't already please leave me a rating on apple podcast or just the five stars on spotify there I love you for it. I love you for it. And I love to see it in stories. So if it resonated, please share it to the stories as well. Or as I said, with a friend is amazing too. Anyone who wants this info, please share it. Love you all. I can't wait for this year. It's going to be fucking amazing. Let's get after it. Have the best, best, best year. I'm so excited for what's coming up on the podcast. I have a couple really amazing interviews I've done recently, one on human design with an expert, and we really make it mommified. We talk about how you parent with your human design and also how you can help your child with their specific human design in mind, which is incredible. And I'm also talking to a dietitian who specializes in metabolism. So if health is one of your goals this year, that's going to be an amazing episode too. Okay, I love you all so much. I'll catch you in the next one. And I hope all you babes have the most beautiful start to 2023. Thank you for listening to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. If you liked our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.